everybody uh welcome to another bab tour pga tour picks uh this weekend's event is the Wyndham championship uh sorry for the absence last week i listened to the podcast uh and all i can say is it was too good without me so i thought i'd come back and see if i can drag it back to where it needs to be on tonight's <laughs> podcast i've got d webb and scotty good evening d webb how are you very well mate it's good to have you back on board Thank you for having me back on board. That's the main thing. Uh, Scotty, mate, you've been on the tools a couple of days in a row. How are you going? Oh, terrible on the tools, mate. I'm absolutely wrecked. I tell you, I try my best. I'm a tryer, mate. I'm there for the boys. I try and I try and put in, but I don't know how good I go half the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, mate. I'm, uh, I'm sure that if you're as half good builder as you are good looking, I'm sure whatever you're building is perfect. At least an eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, so we'll start off with Richard's random question uh, again this week. Uh, this week's random question is: If you could do one of these things, uh, which one would you do and why? So, would you never three putt again? Never miss a fairway. Bunker shots always finish within three feet or under or hit 310-metre drives, but they don't always go straight. D-Webb, which one would you pick, mate? Uh, since I can hit 310-metre drives, I'll take never miss a fairway. Ooh, I like it. Why would you I'll pick that one, mate? Here. Just because you, you, well, you're comfortable well, with everything else in your game? Yeah, well, I figure I can hit it, you know, about, average about 270 with a big stick. If I'm 270 down the middle of the fairway every time, that makes golf a hell of a lot easier. Yeah, I like it. It actually makes a lot of sense for you. Scotty, which one, mate? Which one would you pick? Uh, I would take option E, Lowy, and that is to be guaranteed to get out of a bunker in three shots. Um, <laughs> that's what – if I could do that, yeah, my golf game would be a lot better. But, um, no, out of those options you gave me, mate, I think I'd have to say I think the hardest part, if you can get in the fairway, mate, you've got to look at the green, you've got hitting off some nice – uh, some nice short stuff, and I think that goes a long way into enhancing your score and making it a better day out there. What about yourself, mate? Mate, I I agree with you. I really do believe I need to hit a lot more fairways. They reckon you don't win tournaments by hitting fairways. It's all about putting and short game, but I tell you, if you hit the fairway, it does make the, the hole a lot easier. So we've gone three from three there, boys. Let's... um. Let's try to think of something we're going to disagree on next week, I suppose. <laughs> All right. So let's have a quick rundown of last week's PGA Championship. Um, D-Webb. <laughs> um, let's not talk about the selections, boys. Um, uh, it, obviously, they didn't get the win. Um, D-Webb, I'll start with you first, mate. Um, what's yeah. a couple of things that you want to take out of the PGA Championship uh, this or last week? Um, oh, it was just rough. Like, I mean, obviously back in Dustin, who finished second, 
back in Xander, who finished in 12th. So they were both right in it for the most part. Um, but full credit to Colin Morikawa. I mean, he was absolutely sensational over the weekend. And for a bloke who hasn't been putting great, he uh, on the weekend was seven shots better than the field putting. And that is ridiculous. And the shots he hit coming down the stretch were what a champion should do. So fully deserved the win. I mean, the only real positive out of it, take out of it, you know, from Dustin's point of view is he didn't really lose it. I mean, he was obviously right there when the whips are cracking, but um, Morikawa played better when it counted. So yeah, we move on and away we go. Yeah. I have to agree. I, I sat like, I sat tonight, watched a bit of the highlights for the, from the round four, uh, round three, round four on YouTube tonight. And, um, I think we discussed on the phone earlier this week, if you're shooting the 64 on the last day, you're really giving yourself a chance to win it. Um, Morikawa, because I could pronounce it correctly now, um, he just came in. That that hole on – that the shot, the tee shot on 16, um, I don't think I've seen a better drive. It kind of reminded me of that moment that players have at the Masters. You know, they do the back turn and then someone does something memorable and they're normally the one that wins the, the Masters. Um, so I, I really just, the thing I took out of it the most is, uh, his clutchness is cemented in my books now. Um, he's the youngest major winner since Tiger. Is that correct? Or the least starts 129 or something. I think it was, um, I saw a stat today. Anyway, he beat Tiger. Uh, oh, that was, it was 129 shots over the weekend. Um, total, total mm. round. So, um, look. 22 years old. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is Jordan Spieth won a, won a major early and everybody praised him up to be the next best thing and um, he really hasn't delivered much since. But, Scotty, what do you think, mate? What what did you take out of the PGA Championship on the weekend? Yeah, look, I'm with D-Webb. You know, obviously bitterly disappointed that DJ or um, Xander couldn't get the chocolates for us, but... Um, Geez, it was good. I've said it the last few weeks on our podcast that, you know, I think uh, Maury Cowell will be a future number one in the world. And I've also said that he will win a major. I didn't think it would be uh, the weekend gone by, but you've got to hand it to him. You know, just that courage and that fearlessness he showed coming down uh, the backstretch there um, at Harding Park on on Sunday. It was something to behold. Um from an emotional point of view, obviously very disappointed. DJ didn't win for the boys. Xander was up there. So I think we, we're close. We, we're close. We've sort of had a couple of guys that have had a chance to win over the last uh, few weeks. Um, they haven't delivered, but I'm pretty confident that we're going to land one very soon. And this week could be the week. I hope it's this week. I um, 100%. D-Webb, you want to add something to that, don't you? Well, the, the one thing I've just got the question mark on, like, yeah, full credit to him and everything. There's no crowds. There's no extra pressure. Like, it's guys have said it in the last few weeks. It's, you know, it is completely different. So guys that generally get nervous don't get nervous because there's no one there. When they hit a bad shot, there's not people in the crowd talking smack to them. So, I, yeah, I, I, um, I full credit to him, played awesome, but I want to see what guys are like under the gun when there's people in their face. All right, so I want to say something. <laughs> so does this championship, is there an asterisk next to it? Cool. No, but but yeah, I want to see I want to see him under the gun with crowds. All right. 
No worries. Well, maybe we'll get that in 2024 when they think everything will go back to normal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We could be playing virtual golf by then. Who knows? Um, all right, let's get um, the Wyndham Championship underway. D Webb, you got any course info or a bit of a review about the the venue or what we're expecting this weekend? Yeah, Searchfield Country Club, another past 70, Donald Ross design. Um, places a lot of premium on finding fairways and elite approach play. The winners have been around about 20 under par for the week, um, so converting on those is massive. But really, again, you want someone, it doesn't need to be long, um, but it needs to be really good with their iron play um, and give themselves a lot of good looks. So, yeah, generally the greens are the greens are a little tricky. Um, but uh, yeah, as I said, if you're hitting hitting a lot of greens and reg, that's going to be the key. And you know, guys can go lowy. I mean, Sneds at a 59 a few years back when uh, when we were actually on him that week, which is nice. Um, so yeah, it's that type of golf, and you're kind of going back through the winners. I mean, guys like Webb Simpson got a great record here. Um, JT Poston won it last year. Obviously, Sneds has won it. So you know, they're not known for their length, but they're known for their control of golf ball, and that'll be massive again. Yeah, uh, Sneds secretly is at fifty-one to one at the moment, so that's um, it's pretty high odds for a bloke of that caliber. All right, so let's flip it around this week. Let's try something a little bit different. Let's talk from favourite to to others. So Webb Simpson's our favourite this week at ten dollars. Uh, D Webb Webb Simpson, uh, as you said just then, had a good record here. What do you think of him this week? Oh, ridiculous record here. He lives on the course too, which uh, is probably why. Um, but this is, I'm going to read out his last 11 starts. This is from 2009 forward. He's gone miscut, 8th, 1st, 22nd, 11th, 5th, 6th, 72nd, 3rd, 2nd, 2nd. So it's fair to say the course suits him. He likes it here. Um, <laughs> he's also been in really good form this year. He, uh, he won not that long ago. Um, you know, his seventh strokes gain total for the year. He's having a really good year. And, yeah, he's the obvious front runner pick at the top. Scotty, you agree, mate, or how do you feel about Webb this weekend? Yeah, you have to agree. Like I said last week, he's, you know, he's he's obviously got the game. He's consistent. He's got a fantastic record here. Bit of a bland personality for mine. Um, and I did mention that you do like to back somebody has a bit of go about them. But, I mean, $10, I think, with Sportsbet at the moment, um, you can't argue with those odds. That record is phenomenal uh, considering over the stretch and, you know, 140 men field. Like, that's they're ridiculous numbers. So, it is, I think, another little interesting fact here. Argy's not here this week to steal this little bit of trivia, but I do believe... Webb Simpson named his daughter after this course, Wyndham. Is that Simpson? I think. Wow. Yeah. Massive. That's that's an Argie stat. Shout out to Argie. Uh, too busy these days coaching the uh, his Ashley Hornets. So shout out to Argie, mate. Fantastic. No, it's a good little stat, Scotty. That's interesting. That's a storyline, mate. Think- we like storylines. Talking oh, about storylines, I have a storyline for the next bloke, Brooks Kepka. My storyline is is he jams it to Rory this week and says, you know what, I'll, I can win PGA Tour events as well. So, D-Webb, what do you think of uh, Brooks at $12, mate? Yeah, interesting. Obviously, didn't have the finish at the PGA that he wanted. 
um, which kind of makes it interesting for him because, you know, this season he's had only two top tens. So that was at the St. Jude where he was second a couple of weeks ago to JT and seventh at the Heritage, um, which again for a golfer of his standard is um, is is pretty poor really. He's had two goes here back in 2014, 2015, 38th and then sixth. Look, he's obviously got the game to play. I'd probably question um, not necessarily where his, where his head's at with it all, but you know, if he comes a bit lackadaisical, is he going to be able to shoot the 20 under or is he just shoot another, you know, 10, 15 under, gets a top 20, moves on. So, uh, look, I'm happy to risk him this week. I think the this course probably doesn't suit him as well as some of the others. Um, it hasn't stopped him in the past, but I'll, I'll probably risk him. Uh, but it's Brooks. He could come out and just absolutely smash it. So um, just need Rory or DJ to bite back at him and give him some motivation, I think. Yeah, right. Scotty? Brooks, what do you think, mate? Yeah, obviously he's ran into a bit of form over the last couple of weeks, which is good to see coming down to the uh, to the playoffs. Um, Twelve dollars. You know, if he comes out and destroys the course, which he has the potential to do, then suddenly that twelve dollars looks very good. Uh, but yeah, just don't think the course shapes up for Brooks as, as well as some of the others. So I'll be steering clear of him this week, but I'll be interested to uh, to see how he comes out again. Yeah, perfect. All right, well, let's move on to the next two golfers. We'll go by uh, one by one, but both of these golfers are at $17 at the moment on Sportsbet. We've got uh, Patrick Reed and Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, D-Webb, do you want to talk about Tommy Fleetwood straight up, mate? What do you think at $17? Uh, yeah, look, he's starting to show a little bit of uh, form. Um, obviously, came back um, uh, a bit later than some of the other guys. Uh, and yeah, he was he was pretty good last week. Probably up until the last round, where he kind of fell away a little bit. Um, he probably hasn't been as sharp as what he has at his best recently, and that's probably my concern on this track. Again, you know, I, I prefer in my heart a track, so I'm not sure whether whether he'll be able to go as low as some of the other guys around here. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't think he's at his peak, and I'm happy to risk him. Scotty, what do you think of um, Tommy Fleetwood this weekend, mate? Yeah, Lowy, league ball striker. Um, I, I like Tommy this week. I um, He hasn't probably been as sharp as D-Webb was saying. It was a little bit of a late start, but... He's definitely on my short list. I think he's got the ability to shoot that 20 under. Um, he was up there last week, so, yeah, he's on the watch list for me. Yeah, the interesting thing we haven't mentioned um, yet this week too is this is the final week of the cutoff for the FedEx Cup. So uh, just looking it up now, Tommy Fleetwood's at 85, so he already qualifies for next week's. So um, I could see him coming out having a good round, but I think uh, the week after he'll be a little bit more on song. He's traveled halfway across the, of America from the PGA now over to North Carolina. So uh, I'm going to steer clear of Tommy this week, but I, I, I can see him being competitive in the next few weeks. That's for sure. Um, moving on also $17, Patrick Reed. Um, bad boys don't have much time for Patrick. He ruined the, Masters for us one year, but let's talk quickly about him. Uh, D Webb, what do you think of Patrick Reed? Uh, previous winner here uh, a few years back. He's um, he's had three, you know, twenty to thirty 
uh, you know, placed uh, tries the last couple of goes. Um, yeah, T degrees gen- generally pretty solid. He's a wizard around the greens. His short game's fantastic. And he was good last week in the PGA. I think he finished 13th in the end, and that was based off his short game, um, which would serve him well around here. Um, my concern with him is when he did win here, he was only got to 14 under, um, uh, which was a low year that year. So generally they're around 20. So whether his iron play is sharp enough to, to really give him a lot of looks, I'm not sure. Again, I'm, he's probably someone I just prefer on those slightly harder tracks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scotty, you're a big fan of um, Patrick Reed, aren't you, mate? Yeah, look, everyone just sets a sarcasm in his voice there. Um, no, not a big fan at all, but I have backed him this year and generally... How did that go for you? These guys, yeah, not good, but generally they pop up at some point in that calendar year and win. Um, could be there, but as Webby said, you know, he won a fourteen under uh, when he did when he did win here. Um, I think he's going to need a lower number than that. Don't think so. Okay. So just had a quick little look on um, on the old Google machine and weekend's forecast looks like some scattered thunderstorms and rain for most of the weekend out there. Um, does that affect anything we've talked about so far tonight for either of you guys? No, I don't think so. I think, um, yeah, the course is not overly long, um, so it's not going to make a huge difference from that. Yeah, it might make it a bit softer at times, uh, but it's still going to require guys to be really on song with their approach play and just give themselves a lot of looks. Yep. Scott, you got any issue, mate? No? No, not any issue. I think when you look at course, uh, you look at tea time bias for those first two days of the tournament is, you know, is in those locations where uh, there has a tendency to be uh, soft conditions, super soft in the morning and then picky blowing a bit in the afternoon. That's where you can really see a, a d- differential in the field from what I've seen in the forecast this week uh, in North Carolina. It seems to be, like you said, a bit of rain about, but four to nine mile winds both days. Um, I don't see I don't see a bias there, so I'm not going to look too much at the weather this week at this stage. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll do much of that either. Um, look, the next two golfers are at $21, and um, I'm having a bit of trouble believing that these two golfers deserve to be at $21, and that's uh, Justin Rose and Paul Casey. So, D-Webb, um, what are your thoughts on on Jay Rose this weekend, mate? Um, yeah, it's hard to know where he's at. He's When he came back, he was third at Charles Swab, 14th at the Heritage. They missed three cuts in a row. And then ninth of the PGA last week, so yeah, it's just hard to pick pick where he's at. I mean, I don't think he's been as solid tee to green as what he is uh, at his prime. I mean, this year he's sixty sixth off the tee, eighty fourth on approach, and his putting and around the green stats have been pretty ordinary as well. So you know, he's for the course of the year been miles off his best. And I think you you know, do you take the you look at the last week and think he's back, or is it he just had a one week that was good? And um, you know, I'm definitely not going to go near him this week. Um, I want to see a bit more out of him before I start loading up. Yep. Okay. Uh, Scotty, what do you think of Jay Rose this weekend, mate? Yeah, well, Rosie, he's sort of, you know, he's on his day, he's one of the best in the world, isn't he? And um, and we've seen that before. His only previous appearance at Sedgefield, he. He placed Todd for fifth in 2009. So, you know, that's going back over a decade. Um, look, 
he could come out and do something this week. I'm having a little, a little bit of a, I'm a little bit torn between a few Englishmen on the card uh, here this week, um, which we might go into a bit later. But I'm not going to rule him out at this stage. He's on his day; he could be up there. But just whether he's at the peak of his game to take take some serious beating this weekend is yet to be seen. Yep. So Jay Rose is also sitting 103rd on the FedEx Cup. Uh, right on that edge of playing next week. So um, I think he'll turn up, uh, but I'm not sure if he can win. I know that sounds like I'm hedging my bets a little, but I think he'll be up there around there, but I, um, I'm not sure that he can win. Anyway, let's move on to the next bloke. You're another Englishman, Paul Casey. D Webb, what do you think of Mr. Casey this weekend? Yeah, second last week at the PGA, and really good effort. Um, for T to Green, he is one of the best. He's 11th strike gains off the tee this year. He's third in strokes gain on approach. So he's 12th in strokes gain T to Green overall, where he lets himself down to around the green. He's 202nd in around the green this year and 199th strokes gain putting. So that tells the picture where he's at. Um, you know, this venue, he struggled early in his career here, but his last three starts, he's gone 18th, 3rd, and 13th. It's pretty simple, I think. The way he's hitting the ball tee to green at the moment, he has a decent putting week. He can win. You're running the risk, though, is he going to have that decent putting week? And, um, you know, I actually thought he played that pretty well last week. So, you know, if he continues that, he's a big show. Yeah. Scotty, you agree with D-Webb there, mate? Yeah, no, I don't, Arlo, because um, <laughs> well, let's see where we went through some stats there. And um, the, the key stat that you do forget here, D-Webb, is the um, first ranked in perennial choker uh, stat, which is um, which is a pretty big stat when it comes Sunday afternoon. I actually crapped myself a little when I saw Paul Casey at the top of the leaderboard, uh, shared at the top, I think, at some point over the weekend. And then I remembered it is Paul Casey and as he did, he didn't get the job done and he came second. So for that reason, I will not be touching Paul Casey this week. <laughs> never bet with a never bet with your brain. Always bet with emotion. That's the smart bets. Um, yeah, look, not for me this weekend. Um, I've got nothing else to add, just not for me this weekend. Um, going on to another one, $26. Let's move on to Harris English. Um, D Web twenty six dollars at Sportsbet. What do you think, mate? Yeah, very interesting guy this week. He um he won a couple times early in his career, and then decided he wanted to be better, and he wanted to swing a bit more like Rory and whatnot, and started making changes to his swing, and it didn't work. Um, I think to the point where last year he might have lost his card. I think he's been playing on sponsors exemptions and whatnot and actually been having a very good season. So he's gone back to what works for him. And um, instead of trying to be someone else, he's just trying to be the best version of Harris English he can be. And what's that equated to this year is he is eighth in strokes gain total for the year. He's very solid tee to green um, and he's a very good putter. So, you know, he's had a good season so far. Um, you know, at this course, he's had the six goes. His best was 11th, two goes back, uh, where he shot 14 under. Um, actually had a 10th on debut. That was way back in 2012. So, 
Yeah, I mean, he, he for me, he's definitely can win. I mean, this year he's been fantastic. His last four starts, he's gone 17th, 13th, 18th, 19th. So he's due to have a big week. He now goes to a track which probably suits him a lot better than what he's been on. And for me, he's definitely one of the top guys to uh, to pick. And I think, you know, with his issues he's got with his card for next year as well, I think it's um, his motivation is going to be through the roof. And uh, I think it's one of the best storylines uh, for the week if he wins. So definitely going to have a lot of interest in him. Yeah, I actually kind of agree with you there. But one thing I did pick up on what you said then is um, he went back to – what he used to be, would that be the equivalent of you just playing your your little power fade, but always wanted to hit a high draw? Or is there any any um, semblance to that? Like you want to hit a high draw, but you just hit a natural power fade. You play better golf when you go back to, to what, what? I think you're referring to yourself. You're the you know the the thirteen handicapper who tries to shape every shot like a pro. Whereas I just stand out there and hit things as I can and play with it. You know, <laughs> Hey, I may yeah. be that 13 handicapper, but I haven't lost a game since November, so I can I can talk my shit. That's what I can do. So, um, Scotty, let's get back to Harris English, mate. Um, 20, $26. What do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, going back to you, I haven't lost a game since November, Lowy, and I, I really feel for those young kids down there at the uh, one team at Junior Golf Club, the under-10s. Keep at it, kids. You'll get to him one day. Just don't, don't give up. <laughs> I'm a member I'm of Virginia now, mate. Settle down. Oh, Royal Virginia. Um, Harris English, yeah, that's a good good slogan, D. Where'd be the best version of Harris English you can be? That could go down in history this week. Um, yeah, he might win. He's obviously playing some pretty consistent golf, but I just don't think he's going to be winning this week. Okay. So that's a no. Yeah. All right. Well, is there anybody else you guys want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I got uh, one. I think Billy Horschel's a big show too. He's um, he loves a Donald Ross design, and his last four starts here, he's got a fifth and eleventh and a sixth place finish. Um, you know, generally, I think for him, he's pretty solid off the tee. His strokes gain on approach, which is a bit hit and miss, um, but that was actually pretty good last week. And um, you know, he gets to a course he loves, and I think he's about thirty four dollars. I think so. Um, I think he's definitely worth a good look as well at those odds. Um, for me, he can he can win and he'll fly under the radar too um, compared to some of the other guys going around. Spieth, at 34, but I just don't think he can go near him. He's um, all over the shop. Kevin Kisner's a good one, I think, for this track. Um, he likes it here and track suits him. Um, so he's one for me. And then a bit further out, Brendan Todd. He's been good uh, of late. Um the sneaky one, though, for me is actually Russell Henley at 46. So he's one of the best on tour in strokes gained approach. A few years ago, he was one of the best putters on tour. And for some reason, his putter stats have just been terrible. So um, if he can find some sort of magic on the greens, I think he can win as well. All right. There's a couple of extra names out there for the for the punters. Uh, Scotty, do you have anybody else at odds or anybody else you want to talk to or add to uh, from D-Web? Nobody to add to from D-Web. Brendan Todd, he's been playing some good, uh, really good golf this year. I think he's won a couple of times. I think he's, uh, you know, it's a bit of a shorter track again this week. I think that sort of plays into him a bit. $36, pretty attractive odds. Going out to a young 
I don't know why. He's just been popping up on my radar a bit. Tom Lewis, the young English, uh, the Englishman. He's um he's been playing some decent golf. Lady actually missed the cut last week though, so I can't get into it too much. He shot a six over in the second round, but I think he's got a bit seventy one dollars. He'll probably get better odds if you shop around. Maybe a top, maybe a top five, top five bet on uh, young Tom Tom Lewis. Okay, there's a couple of names out. Um. That yeah, we haven't really spoken to about. Look, I um I agree. Kevin Kisner, um, he's from South Carolina, so he's Carolina through and through. Even though it's north and south, um, expect a big week out of him. Loves the place. Uh, another one that missed the cut last week, but I'm still a little bit interested in is Denny Willett. I um do like his uh little uh chances this weekend I, I think the course kind of suits him and another random name that i heard pop up uh in some research was ches Reevy. uh he's at 51s as well bloke can hit fairways hits greens struggles with the putter but bermuda grass hopefully will help him out there so he might be at like a top 20 look at um so there's just a couple of names that come to mind outside the books as well um, so let's finish off boys and talk our selections this weekend. Um, I'm a little disappointed at the moment. There's no multi markets up, so I have to pick somebody out right tonight. Um, so look, I'll go first cause I, I hardly do this. I will probably be putting at least two units on Kevin Kisner this weekend. Um, I like him at 34s. I like the cash out feature that. Sports bet have on this event this week. So if he can sit around the top 10 over the weekend, hopefully I might even be able to cash out on him um, before the final round, depending on where he's sitting. But Kevin Kisner, I'm going to have a little bit of a, a little half a unit, probably each way on my man, Chez. I just like a, an underdog. I like a bloke that he won and he won the Travelers in 2019, and that's it. So uh, he's due. Um, D Webb, who else? Who else are you looking at this weekend, mate? Uh, Harris English is the one for me. I think he's at very juicy odds around that twenty-six dollar mark. Um, yeah, he'll do me. Uh, and as I said, I think a guy like Billy Horsham might be one for the top five as well. Yeah, nice picks, Scotty. Yeah, well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few eggs in the basket of uh, Tommy Fleetwood this week, boys. I think on his days he's up there with the best in the world. Um, pretty relaxed character, so I think you'll be gaining some confidence from last week at the PJ. They didn't finish off as well as he would have liked to, um, however. But I've just been looking as well, and young kid from Chile, Yako Neiman. Uh, I think he's at 51s. He's had a pretty decent year, a couple of top five finishes. I think he's had a win. Uh, he's going to be good hitting approach to the green. The putting stats are quite woeful, though. But if he can turn his putter around, I might have a little a little bit of a nibble at Yako Neiman. All right. Well, if you don't want to do it, I'll do it. What we got to talk about Sergio. He's a he's a bad favourite. Um, if he puts well this week, he'll go all right. And my man Shane Lowry's outside the one twenty five. He's about one thirty five on the FedEx Cup. I expect him to really help the bad boys out. He'll he'll make it. So I like a, a bit of uh, Shane Lowry. 
but that's just standard. Um, look, guys, we're, um, we'll wrap up tonight. Uh, any advice, Scotty, for the punters, mate? Just uh, just have fun. Don't bet with your um, – what, what's your saying? No, don't, don't bet with your heart. Bet with your don't, head. Yeah, don't bet with emotion. Bet with your head and gamble responsibly. So I've been doing it wrong all of these years. You probably have too, Webby. <laughs> <laughs> oh the head nod and he doesn't want to admit to anything love it alright boys um, thanks for the chat tonight um, be in contact real soon and D-Web I'll see you at 7.37 on Saturday morning that's right 100% you will alright boys yeah, take boys. it easy see you later